1: June 11th, 2022 is NarthexCon 2020. Ben Park Cafe, St. Louis, Missouri. Registration is open. Visit nlcast.com slash narthex for more information.
0: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. There
1: is more to life than making fart noises and laughing at those fart noises. I see that now. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. It's the
2: was
1: cooking pizza i turned into a bat I, <laughs> I left her some guano hey podcast people this is that story show where we bring you real life stories um from our listeners and we put them in the spotlight this is episode 405 brought to you the week of march 3rd 2022 i'm your host my name is james kennison my good friend is here Hey, I'm John. James,
2: don't you hate it when? It, do you hate it? Let me ask you this: Do you hate it when people answer their own questions? I do.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: Get it? You see what I did there?
1: <laughs> 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 I answered my own question. <laughs> oh, I got you. I, was, I thought yeah. there'd be a big story. I was. Nope, that's it. Oh.
2: <laughs> don't you hate it when someone answers their own questions? I do.
1: I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. How'd you like my uh, fart noises intro? There is more to it was- than making fart noises and laughing at those fart noises. I see That was that you? Now. Yeah, that was that. That was not me. That was from um, Gravity Falls season two. Okay, yeah. So I liked it.
2: I thought somebody sent that in. I was like, "That's some good talent there." Thank
1: yeah. No. It's, uh, I don't.
2: We don't usually get to thank the people that send those little clips in because we go right into our thing. But that's uh,
1: true. That's true. But, but no, thank you
2: for getting that, James.
1: Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Disney. We appreciate it. It's great. All
2: audio is used on behalf of Creative Commons.
1: Well, all the <laughs> snow has melted here in St. Louis. Finally, all the ice—I should say—we had ice recently, and uh, the the temperature is above seventy. Um, it's a little warm in the car, but you forget, and so you still put on a coat. <laughs> and it's uh, it's weird. My car doesn't know what to do—whether to heat me or cool me. And uh, we're we're glad to be here. We're we're glad to be doing an episode. And uh, yes. what better way to start one off with uh, our, our weekly weekly rewind? Let's do it. Oh, um hey uh okay so i have to ask you i should ask you this before the show um did i talk about how i got to save jenna yeah her her car troubles yeah okay all right good all right making sure making sure that one all right so i have two um two stories from the last few days or so one of them is pretty simple so i'll get it out of the way my wife and i were at dinner last night and uh it's this place we go to called cybergs and it's a bar and a restaurant kind of combined you know like your applebee's or whatever but it's uh but but cybers we don't we we like it there it's a great atmosphere and all this kind of stuff and and uh my wife's talking to me she's telling me about her friend who has a baby a little one that just barely talks. Oh. And uh, her and the baby are home alone, apparently, the, the, the co-worker, you know, and the, and the baby. And the baby starts staring at the wall. Kind of freaks out the mom. Really? And, and the baby says, what's her, what's her name? <gasps> and just prickles go up and down the mom's neck. It's like, yeah. Wh- whose name? She said, the wi- The witch oh stop it we need to send that into
2: monsters among us because that's a scary story
1: and the mom's like what color is the witch honey the baby (laughs) says white what's going on (laughs) tell me this isn't scary and so the mom goes over to the baby to see what she's looking at and she's like what's her name and uh she's she's like, "Where is the witch, honey?" And she points. Uh, where, is she? where is she? There's this shadow coming off the the TV and 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 the the the, t- the entertainment center that's crossing the wall. and there's a clear outline of a, of what looks like a person with a witch hat on. <laughs> okay it's, 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 yeah. does the shadow move oh, no no it does not but okay. it was I mean the, the woman was like obviously for a full 30 seconds thinking this baby seeing something that nobody else is seeing
2: <laughs> just <laughs> like in the
1: movies you know uh, well, they're
2: that's the Kids, they animals see things that we can't yeah. or we don't or, or something like they're more in tune to you know sometimes the spiritual world or something i don't know but right I hear stories like that on that podcast that i listen to a lot of and it freaks me out
1: <laughs> okay my second one's it happened the same night oh. I, was, I was right in the middle of dinner i went i go to use the restroom and we have even though it's a bar we've never had any negative you know uh experiences there it's a you know a friendly place it's a dining room as much as it is a bar like i said and but the bathrooms you know are where the bar and the dining room come together and i wow. again i've never had any issues i've i've often wondered you know what if i bumped into one of these guys would it be like in the movies hey, what are you doing get off of me and the big fight starts you know and oh, it's one of those kind of bars yeah I, I i it's not one of those kind but i one, okay. i often wonder if it would be you know, if it, if it, you know, cause I have no experience with bars other than this one. So, um, well, everyone I've ever been into has been chill, like surprisingly chill, not like the movies at all. So anyway, um, <laughs> but I go in the bathroom and it's a very small bathroom. There's a urinal and a stall and there's a guy in the stall. So I go to the urinal and I'm well into what I'm doing before I realize what's going on. This dude is puking up oh. his lungs. Oh, man. And it is horrible. First of all, I I didn't realize what I was hearing because I, I could tell he was facing the toilet and it sounded like somebody taking a massive dump. Um. <laughs> oh, gross. And, and, and so the race was on because he pukes and then he spits. <laughs> and he's <Yeah>. breathing hard. <sighs> Oh no! And I'm like, I don't want to smell this. I don't want to smell oh, it. No, no, it too. No, so no. I'm trying to go as fast as I can. I'm zipping up my pants. He goes again. <laughs> and I hear it come up and spill out onto the toilet. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to get got by this anyway, even though I don't smell it. And I go and I, I wash my hands and I will admit I just wet them and put them underneath the paper towels, dude. I did not use soap. <laughs> I did not rub him. I did the, 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 the germs on my hands just got a little spritz, and they were just like, Thank you so much for not destroying us. Because I was getting the heck out of there. Because again, it was just, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm oh, feeling was, a little queasy. Now. I know it was horrible. And then I had to go back to my dinner, and I'm like, You would not believe. Oh, you would not oh, believe what, what I just experienced, spouse. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, oh. it was terrible. Well, that. there's
2: there's a couple things that come to mind. One, don't. Uh, hopefully, he didn't. He wasn't eating on the same side as you, and he got something bad that made him that way.
1: I think he was over over. In, in, you know, I think he had too many drinks. What, overindulged. Wrong. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay,
2: so he came from the other side of the restaurant. Yes. He's yeah. he's a touch inebriated, perhaps. eh?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, poor guy feel sorry for him <laughs> hope uh hope you didn't get anything on your shoes no
1: no it did not it was so bad <laughs> it was so bad so gross so yeah uh
2: mm.
1: what's going on in your world oh man i
2: i have a I have a few things that i could talk about but i don't want to i don't want to take too long but um I, i've got a couple things here so um over the weekend, last weekend, um, my son, my youngest son, James, uh, was inducted into the Frontiersman Camping Fellowship. Oh, so wow! Every male in my household is now a Frontiersman Larp'er.
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't call it that though, do you? It's
2: no, <laughs> we don't. No, no, we we call it period correct camping. Okay. Or we call it a. a a spring trace is what this one was so and then the fall they do a fall trek and then they do a fall something else
1: so for those that don't know this is like a like a camping group and you you right you pick up a, a trade don't you? you well you do pick a trade
2: you pick a persona as well so it's anything between the late 1700s and early 1800s so right. all of our like our our, our tents, so to speak we, we call them lodges. Okay. Our lodges are okay. are period correct, um, correct to the the time frame. So the clothing that we wear is supposed to be correct to the time frame that we represent. Or our persona is, and then we have different people in our group that have different trades. Like some people do leatherworking, and some people do um, woodworking. Some people do blacksmithing. We don't have any tinsmiths. Blacksmithing, yeah, we've got a we've got a couple guys that do that. So, it is uh, <clears throat> it is a lot of fun, and you have an and alter uh, ego too, like a name, right? Right. So we do. We have names. Uh, they they called me Mockingbird. Yes, and I, was, I was
1: gonna say if I could think if I could remember it. I thought that was the one I came up with. It was
2: Mockingbird. Yeah, and that was because uh, I have a uh, a tendency to imitate things ah. and people's voices and stuff. So they call me Mockingbird, and then in keeping in tradition. Uh Johnny. We named him Jaybird because when he was a, a young, very young boy, he used to to run around the house without his clothing. Oh, and, and so you know the the title "Naked as a Jaybird." Yeah, kind of came up. That's and then um,
1: that's great. And that'll, James,
2: that'll age well. Yeah, good one. <laughs> and and youngest James, he got his name over the weekend because um, because uh, he he's found a new interest in musical theater. Uh-huh. Um, we named him Songbird.
1: Oh um, boy.
2: So once we go up a level though, we can change our name if we want say, something that we say, want.
1: We, yeah. We're doing real LARPing and we have to battle another <laughs> another group. I don't want to be called Songbird. 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 <laughs> Songbird, sing your song of justice against these <laughs> evil foes. Lighten our hearts and our woes <laughs> as we engage in period correct trench warfare. You know, I don't know. Throw <laughs> that period correct grenade, yeah, I, Songbird. Uh, yeah, for I'm glad you guys have that. I'm glad that yeah. that's a thing y'all y'all do, and and I'm that's glad cool. I don't. Cause I, just <laughs> nothing Come sounds, on, no, it just sounds terrible to me. I, I <laughs> I'm like, no, it's no offense. It just sounds <laughs> lame. That's all. It's pretty I'm much so, a loser, John. <laughs> so sorry. No, it's not <laughs> like that. Kidding. I think it's, it's, but camping, like I hate camping. So I'm out just based on that right there alone, you know? Oh. And then, and, and I never even joined like promise keepers when it was like really, <laughs> Really cool to join <laughs> Promise Keepers because I was just like I'm not joining any of this stupid bunch just, of men. I don't hugging each other. Yeah, I don't <laughs> join things. You know, like my wife started yeah. this thing last night at at the table. She's like, we're we're like cool to two people. We're we're. She was trying to be like all uh I don't know like like rom- not romantic but just cutesy, and she was saying we're we're Camp Kennison, just me and you. And I was like Aww. nope nope camp kennison <laughs> I am not a part of camp kennison <laughs> <laughs> I just left the camp my dear <laughs> uh, so, so so later on she brings it up again she's like so where you, you sure you don't want to join camp kennison she's, I said I got bad news <laughs> I said I said uh, I'm I I do have camp kennison but I'm going to break your little heart cuz I'm the only one in it and she like her forehead hit the table she was so upset and she's like no i'm like yeah yeah and and it's it's the cool camp Kennison, and it's it's really great so about 20 minutes of the meal she comes back to it and she's like i want to be a part of it she starts talking like hinting you know toward being in the camp and i'm like i got bad news for you again. It's gonna break your heart again I closed the camp. <laughs> it's destroyed. It's been closed. There's no chance. And she's like, "No, the camp is
2: underwater right now. There's nothing you could do about it."
1: And I'm and I'm like, "You realize the only reason why I was able to do this is because you created it, and I and you allowed me to steal it from you, and then have control <laughs> over it, and then shut it down." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're right." She's like, "I'm starting it up, and 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 I'm in it, and you're not." And I'm like. I don't care <laughs> I don't That's where I
2: in. wanted to be in the first place, my dear.
1: So anyway, uh, this is uh, this is how we, we talk to each other on dates as we, we, <laughs> we tease each other relentlessly. So
2: at a place called cybergs, cybergs. You yeah. know what I think of whenever you, whenever you bring that name up sharks, I think that like, all, no, all the waiters and waitresses are like half person, half machine. Oh, it sounds like cyborg to me. Yeah, is your food sir?
1: Yeah, no, no, it's it's really a chill place. It's like it's like Cheers, you know, like the the bar in Cheers. It's do really they do chill. they say you
2: say your name when you walk in? Not yet,
1: but I think if we Not keep yet? going, we we we'll get a name
2: soon enough. That's that's awesome.
1: So, uh it, it'll my what what do you think my name would be if I joined? The frontiersman Group. What do, what would you name me? What would be my oh, persona? Wow.
2: Let's see. Well, a lot of times your name gets picked on, uh, your your, your name gets chosen by what you do during that that spring trace. You know. Well, I'm
1: mostly a out. butthole, so <laughs> how about? <laughs> well, you're not supposed
2: to talk during the. <laughs> they have a stick called a silent stick that you have to wear, and when you have a question oh. or something, <laughs> and if you do talk without give, being given permission then they they notch your stick. So it's a cult. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. I'm interested now. (laughs) I'm down with that.
2: We might be calling you Notches because of all the notches (laughs) you'd have in your stick.
1: I can handle that. That would be a good name. Yeah.
2: Hey, everybody. Let's welcome Notches to the group. Hey,
1: everybody. I'm Notches. I'm still wearing the stick. Notch, notch, (laughs) notch. I done carved it into a tree. Yeah. Or something other fancy. It it looks like a Christmas tree. It's got so many cuts in it. That's great. That'd be awesome. It would be. Well, 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 I want to take a second, just a second, and thank Jacob Holloway. Um, He's one of our patrons, and he was a $5 patron. And for some reason, he decided to double his monthly patronage what? $10 a month. And I'm like, thanks Jacob. That's what I said. I was like, thanks dude. And he's like, no, thank you. You know, you guys are awesome. And, and blah, blah, blah. And I wish I could give you a thousand dollars and I wish you could. And yeah, it would be great. <laughs> I wish you could too. <laughs> <laughs> so that would then, be crazy. And then Colleen, Colleen Klein became a $5 patron this week. And so, uh, we want to say thanks. And if you want to become a patron and support the show, uh, it's, it's really easy. All you got to do is go to, um, uh, patreon.com slash that story show. And, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can nice. support us and you get access to all the bonus stories that we do in the bonus contest section them. and at uh, least once a week. Yeah. Every, Sometimes less every, every week that I know of, we do a, a bonus content and not only do you get access to future content, you get access to the archives too. Cause you get your own RSS feed that includes all of the bonus content that we've made. And um, I don't know uh, people, people sign up and they never leave. They, they just love it. So there must be yeah. something to it. Well, anyway, thanks uh, patrons for your support. Um, one thing I will brag on uh, with my patrons is I was on our discord server uh, that you can get access to. If you go to the website, NLcast.com, click on community and there there'll be a discord link. Uh, but I was in the gaming and uh, computer section. And I said, the first person that responds to this gets a free steam game. Ooh. yeah. And so uh, somebody responded and uh, I, I bought, I said, okay, pick out a game. And they picked out this $14 game. I said, is that all? I was like, you got five minutes. Find some more games. Because I had a uh, amount in mind, you know. And, yeah. uh, and they ended up getting three games, uh, about $50 worth of games for free. Oh. And then I, I said, you know, we should do this again this sometime. How about now? The first person that can tell me what year we po- started podcasting in gets a game. And, uh, nice. people were guessing 2007, 2006, and, uh, th- they had it right at 2006. So, uh, I got them, got them a game and I was like, th- that's all because of our patrons. We can do special things like, you know, like that. So it's, it's a lot of fun. So
2: hmm. I want to, I might have to get on discord more often. Yeah. And see if I
1: can see if you can score, score like a that. game. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's, uh, do our stories. Let's do Let's do those stories. Uh, they're listener stories.
2: There to listen to
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: Uh, this one's called Green Bean Burn, and mm. um, it's everything it sounds like it is. Uh, hey, James and John, I love the podcast. I have listened to every episode, and I haven't heard one I don't like yet. <gasps> that surprises oh, goody. me. Goody. Um, Listen listened to every one of them. All 403. That's crazy. And I know this story sounds fake, but I have photo proof. Yes, he did. He sent photos, and it was they were, ter- they were terrible. I'm glad I can't share them over the podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'll get to the story. I'm going to tell you about the Christmas Eve I will never forget. It all starts in the car, and me and my mom and my sister were on the way to a Christmas party, and I was holding a crock pot full of hot green beans between my feet. Meanwhile, my dad was at home waiting for the delivery of two recliner chairs, and when they got there, he called my mom, and they started fussing over the phone over where the recliners should go, and my mom got so distracted with my dad, she didn't see that a car was on the wrong side of the road heading right towards us. After she saw it, to avoid a head-on collision, my mom swerved. And the green beans I was holding between my feet spilled all over me. And after a couple of minutes of screaming, it turned out that I ended up with two th- second and third degree burns oh. all over oh. my feet. The, the photos were horrible. Ah, uh, it, it was like steak. Oh, that's like blisters. Second degree is blisters, right? Yeah. And third degree means your skin's gone. So, oh, yeah. oh, no. So we hurried back home and I got to sit. In the brand new recliners for three weeks because I couldn't walk. <laughs> oh, nice. And that's a sorry about the feet. Yeah, that's Christmas. That's the Christmas Eve. I will never forget. Right. Uh, I hope this makes it on the show. Uh, Michael Phillips from Stockbridge, Georgia, age 16. Hey. And uh, I hope everything healed up good.
2: Yeah. Hope you Michael, don't. sorry about that. We should go. We should meet up in Atlanta sometime. Yeah. See your scars on your feet
1: gosh the pictures he sent though man i'm telling you it was like somebody just painted his foot red just oh uh, it's the worst it was it was gross so yeah
2: and i know that mom probably felt terrible but it really wasn't her fault it was the guy who was in the wrong lane or the person in the wrong lane
1: i mean she was on the phone
2: she was on the phone
1: and she was fussing and distracted yeah fussing is something you only do in this in georgia you can't fuss at anybody anywhere else. But really? Georgia, no yeah. other, you don't have fussing in Missouri? No, 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 no. Fussing. Fussing. Oh, that's right. In St.
2: Louis, it's called cussing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't no know doubt. That. No doubt at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 everybody knows about my story of getting, um, of, 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 marshmallow a fiery marshmallow yeah stuck in yeah. my face so i i don't like burn stories because Mm-mm. they're terrible and uh yeah
2: burns st- aren't good
1: i still have a little spot on my face that won't grow facial hair but it uh cuz it just burned yeah. burned all the burned all the skin off so yeah
2: y'all you, you everybody listening you need to come to narthexcon 2020 so that you can get your picture with James's bald spot bald spot on his face yeah sorry that's not funny We'll just get in close
1: (laughs) here it is there's the little scar so yeah yeah Um, oh we speaking of which we got a lot of people signing up for good old narthex con oh so um i'm excited yeah yeah too we got some names from people that i know that have sent in stories and um For instance, uh, uh, not bio kid. What's his name? I can't remember, but he he's coming from Kansas and, uh, and he's, he's sending lots of stories to red school bus and that story show and him and his dad are coming down and it's, uh, some folks from last time are going to make their way back and it's, it's just going to be good. Plus John will be be there. It'll be, I'll be there. It'll be so much fun.
2: So will songbird and Jaybird. Yeah. And and my wife will be there.
1: Yay! Yeah, wow,
2: all, all four of us. So you'll you'll look at her and you'll say, "Oh my goodness, this poor woman has to put up with these uh, these three guys all the time." Anyways, I got I got a story from James Wyman. You remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. She had another. This is all about glass cleaning. That's that's the name of the story.
1: Okay, you ready? Yeah.
2: All right. This is a story from a long time ago, about 1990 when my brother-in-law, J.P., was about two years old. He was at Nordstrom with his mom and his Aunt Teresa. The two women were happily pursuing the makeup and perfume counter. I can smell it now. You know, the nice glass ones that have everything displayed and lit up inside?
1: Yeah, I'm pursuing just it. just
2: kind of attract you like a bug is attracted to the light.
1: Yep. Well, it, J.P., pers- of course. Pursuing it as if, like, the light, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. J.P., of course, was bored just standing in front of a a display filled with nothing to offer a small boy. So he looked for anything to stay busy. As his mom was walking around the crystal clear case, she came to a part that was less crystal and a little bit smudgy. Little boy handprints were everywhere, along with what looked like a huge slug trail. At the end of the trail, there was JP slowly walking with his tongue pressed against (laughs) the glass Seemingly determined to circle the entire display. Amen,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: Gross. Gross. His mom, thinking fast, took a few large steps away from JP, making Teresa closer to him, and she exclaimed, Teresa, what is your son doing? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, who was still just a teenager at the time, couldn't even talk from being so embarrassed. <laughs> But Teresa eventually found her voice, and she is now quick to defend herself these days. Yeah, I hope the... you enjoyed one of our favorite family stories.
1: That's great. Yeah. With a mom like that, you'd have to be. That was genius. <laughs> what is your son doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for sending that in, James. That was good. That
1: was good. It's good stuff. Oh, um, man. It, it, it there, as a child, though, was there anything worse than shopping with your mom? Like, no like for clothes or for anything. I My mom always just take us to this giant Sears store and I'd just be so bored. There was no toy section, you know, and if there was, we never saw it. It was all clothes and racks and stuff. And <laughs> so you started hiding, you know, inside the racks, especially the circle ones. Those were fun. Yeah, that was what I did that. And people would start peeking in through the jeans. You still know. still do it still do it
2: my what i hated the most was with my mom because i was i was you know i have a brother who's older than me but it seemed like he never went shopping with us and um was always with my sisters and they would they would go shopping for underwear and that was so oh! uncomfortable ah! yeah or or that i think they would intentionally walk through the underwear aisle so that i would cringe like
1: mom, i don't want to go through here yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, she'd be
2: like, "You're 16 years old. You can deal with it."
1: That's like our our Target, our local Target. When when uh, COVID was at its height, they rearranged the uh, entrance to where you couldn't walk in. There's usually on at Targets, there's a spot where you walk straight to the back of the store, or set, depending on how it's set up, you could walk right or left to go across the store. You know, and they blocked that off to where you had to go straight back. Well, I wasn't going to go all the way back to go right, you know, or left. So, um, I would duck through the clothing, but unfortunately the clothing that is right there in front, uh, was little girl clothes. And I'd always end up walking right through the little girl underwear aisle. And (laughs) I was like, let me just get through this. You know, I'm just gonna walk real fast. <laughs> it was terrible. Not stopping
2: to browse at all.
1: Not looking at nothing. My little pony. Friendship is magic. <laughs> Accidentally saw that pair of drawers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Oh man, it was the worst. But anyway, I've got a story called a Replacement Picture, and it's it's a it's a little bit long, but it's good. Liam Seely sent it in. This back when I was eight years old, our church had this kids program called Anchored. It was basically Ooh. our version of Awana that we did every Tuesday night ah. and it's just a kids program. Yeah. So, yeah. so on one particular you night, there was a competition and all the kids, including myself, lined up in the sanctuary. We were given a picture of an anchor that we were supposed to color in with whatever colors we wanted. And I was so excited because the prize was a big bag of Skittles. <laughs> Yeah. And I love skills and I wanted to win so I could get them. So I ran through ideas on my head on what could make my anchor better than all the others. And I looked around at the other kids' drawings and their anchors and they were using random colors like pink and yellow and orange to fill them in. And after seeing this, I knew what would make me win the competition. I would take my anchor and make it look as realistic as possible. And that would for Ooh. sure make me win the competition. After I was finished, I was very proud of myself and I thought my picture looked great and I was sure the judges would agree. So when it came down to announce the winner of my grade, I had goosebumps. I was going to win. <laughs> I would get to eat the Skittles. Sadly, this did not turn out the way I had hoped. Another, oh, no. another person's name was called <laughs> The and I oh. did not get the Skittles. No, I was heartbroken. The Aww. judges were so impressed with this other person's picture that they even hung it up on the billboard in the entryway. And right. I started to get kind of angry. I should have won. It's, it's not fair. I decided that this was not this was not the end. If I couldn't get the Skittles, <laughs> I could at least get my picture hung on the billboard. So yes, after we all went to the sanctuary for the lesson part, I said I had to use the bathroom. So I left the sanctuary pretending I was going. That's not where I was going though. I went to that billboard oh, bill. and I grabbed that winning picture and I tore it up into a million pieces. Oh, oh, the- <laughs> 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 tore it up into a million pieces. So determined. He's so determined. I would be so scared. There's no way. And then I proceeded to no. hang my picture up in place. Oh. Oh. So there's your evidence wonder- right there. Yeah. I wonder who did this yeah after all liam. I, after that i just left leaving all the evidence behind later that night when the lesson was over the kid who won had to go home and he walked right past the billboard he saw his torn up picture on the floor and he screamed and cried until someone came to comfort him it wasn't too hard to figure out who what had happened here and i got a huge oh i got God. in huge trouble with my parents and had to apologize to the boy whose picture i had torn up liam Seely. Ah, you got off easy liam Seely. You got off easy he mom, did Mom would have tooled me. You to was apologize? Shoot. I'd have no. torn up pictures too if all I had to do was apologize. <laughs> That's easy. We would have gotten beat, man. <laughs> Not beat. No child abuse. Yeah. But we would have Yeah. We would have been, been properly and thoroughly spanked. So Yeah. We would have had a hard time sitting
2: down later. <laughs> unless we had a book in our butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe the audacity, man! man. Just walk up, rip it off, tear it into pieces. It'd be another see. See, even if I tried this, (laughs) I would make sure to preserve the artwork. Yeah, yeah. So that later, if anybody had a problem with it, it could be reversed, and there would be less trouble. But no, man, he he just he just did it, dude. The whole.
2: I would have probably put my picture over top of the other
1: kids. Yeah, John. We all know what you would have done. You would have put a little good job sticker on, on the winner's uh, page uh, and torn your own up because it wasn't worthy. It wasn't good enough. And you would have apologized <laughs> to the judges for having to waste their time with your entry. That's what would happen. happened. My
2: entry was truly garbage. I'm sorry that you even had to look at it.
1: I will never eat another Skittle in solidarity of your decision. So yeah.
2: the Skittles are gross anyway. Congratulations, you jerk.
1: Sorry. Sorry for calling you a jerk. Yeah, Um, I
2: just I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. So Oh man. Well, you know, let's move on to something that uh that won't get anybody in trouble, hopefully. (laughs) I I, I love this story, by the way. This is great. This is good. This comes to us from Laura Hollingsworth. And this is all about a giant jar jar. Giant jar jar of what, you may ask? Well, let's find out. My grown cousin is a big Star Wars geek. At the premiere of the first prequel movie, they raffled off various valuable collectibles. He won the best collectible of all, a seven-foot-tall rubber replica of Jar Jar Binks. Wow. Could you imagine, James?
1: I I would be so thrilled.
2: I mean, you would be the envy of all neighborhoods, all of them. (laughs) This uh, Jar Jar was reportedly worth three thousand dollars, and
1: I would be—I'd be finding out too, because I'd be putting that thing on eBay the very next day.
2: <laughs> I see. When was when did that prequel
1: come out? That was ninety. Uh, it was nine was, 99, ninety eight ninety nine nine ninety nine ninety nine. I think because I had just moved to Kansas City and I got called back to come do a job for an internet service provider in... and and. So, yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah,
2: that's a that's I remember it i I waited in line to get tickets, uh but here in in my part of Georgia, you know, it, we only had one theater at the time, and uh it wasn't really hard to wait in line to get tickets. anyways, let's move on because this is this this gets so good. um my cousin didn't have enough room at the time. So my other cousins agreed to keep it for him until he had the space to accommodate it. Years went by. (laughs) Years, James. Imagine that. Imagine. The Jar Jar owner lived in several locations that could house it, but whenever prompted, he would repeatedly make excuses as to why he couldn't retrieve it yet. Meanwhile, the Jar Jar keepers were at a loss for what to do with this monstrosity in their home.
1: That would be kind of freaky, actually. Yeah, so I wouldn't ethical. want to walk in on that in the dark, you know?
2: Walk around the corner. Oh, no. They eventually placed it in their game room at at, at a large second-story window. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> at night, you could only see the silhouette of this giant, unnerving creature looking down menacingly upon the neighborhood. Well, more years went by. <sighs> come get your jar jar and the response they would get is well you see i can't right now because and repeat Uh. finally the jar jar keepers had had enough they were having a yard sale and on a whim my uncle decided to to take jar jar down uh, because he'd be a great way to attract attention if someone wanted to buy it well so be it Well, two neighborhood boys inquired about how much it was, and my uncle said 50 bucks. Wow. And these boys ran back home as fast as they could to ask their poor, unsuspecting parents for the money. They, however, returned with only $25, but my uncle said, sold. (laughs) (laughs) The boys got a wagon to lug the thing home, and the last glimpse of Jar Jar forever lives in my mind. The view is of a normal, sunny neighborhood. Both boys in a wagon are obscured by the bushes. The giant Jar Jar Binks appears to move on its own, accord, hovering into the distance. Well, the story doesn't end here, James. The former Jar Jar owner was extremely ticked off, <laughs> but he had plenty of opportunities to avoid this outcome. Yeah. The morality is a bit iffy, but the Jar Jar keepers got rid of their unwelcome ward, and those boys got the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> Excellent story, Laura. Thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad Jar Jar found a way into the hearts and lives of those kids. It's, it's yeah, fair. man. Can you imagine being a kid?
0: <laughs> I got I saw the Foot Jar Jar
1: pigs. He's the best. And the parents are going to take
0: a Jar Jar home.
1: Parents are like, oh, they found a Jar Jar figure. That's nice. That's yeah. <laughs> for fifty bucks. Are you crazy? Yeah. Here's twenty five. Yeah, see if they'll take twenty five, and and then they come home with the six foot tall monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the parents were wishing they had uh, done due diligence there before they.
2: Oh, they probably did do due diligence right afterwards and found out he was worth three
1: thousand. And they thought, <laughs> yeah, college fund. That's true. That's true ever tell you about the time I was at a yard sale and I, um, there was a projector there. It was a old projector, like a video projector. Um, it used bulbs and stuff to somehow get video up on a a screen. And, um, I had seen it in use before because I'd gone to this guy's, uh, uh, the yard sale guy's house on Halloween and he was using it to project spooky stuff behind him when he would open the door and i thought man i'll buy this thing it's it's you know 25 30 or whatever um and i'll use it to put video games up on the wall it'll be great yeah and i just happened to look that thing up on ebay and they were selling for 300 and uh when i got it home i i listed that joker and i no got way. and i got 350 for it oh and, uh, I took that $350 and I went down to the local Apple store and I bought my first iPod. Well, and, there you go. That I still own. So. That's awesome. It doesn't work anymore because the battery's dead, but it, uh, it was great. It was a great piece of technology. But anyway, yeah, the things happen, man. Um, this is called the great escape and it is, uh, by David Kramer and it goes like this a few summers ago. A remarkably scary occurrence happy happened to me it almost killed me and when it ended i was a changed tween luckily (laughs) there were plenty of lifeguards around so even if i had sunk to the bottom i would have been resuscitated eventually we were at the great escape water park at the best time of the year the day before thanksgiving when the rates couldn't have been cheaper Unfortunately, several hundred other people had the same idea. And as a result in the lazy river, there were enough floating inner tubes for only about a quarter of the people in the lazy river. The rest of us just sort of walked in the lazy river, enviously eyeing the people who were fortunate enough to have a tube. Luckily the lifeguards didn't care whether you had a tube or not. So no one was worried about getting in trouble or anything like that. In case you didn't know, A lazy river is powered by pairs of super powerful jets of water that are roughly about every hundred feet. These jets Mm -hmm. are mounted parallel with the water and about one foot underneath the surface, and they are flush with the walls of the river. Well, as every 10-year-old knows, if you put yourself right in front of one of those jets, you get pushed forward about five feet without any work on your part, and it's pretty fun. Yes. In this water park, there was really only one area that had jets even though the length of the river was about 300 feet. So to compensate, the water park had made the jets 30 times more powerful. That meant when you were pushed by these jets, you went about 35 feet with no work on your part at all. So my sister, my brother, and I quickly learned how to exploit the system, and we were soon flying around the lazy river (laughs) until we weren't. after after a particularly fast trip, we noticed up ahead near the jets that there was a bit of a clog up. There were about 10 or 15 people with inner tubes and they had gotten themselves stuck under a bridge. They were shoved in so tightly and close together that that they couldn't move. And we didn't care though. So we continued toward the jets to make my point Uh clear in front of me were the jets and about one foot in front of the jets was the traffic jam. Showing my vast reserve of knowledge, <laughs> I decided to jump in front of one of the jets, and immediately I was wrenched forward, causing uh, cruising on the power of the jets. And I turned around and smiled at my siblings. Ha, 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 I thought, who's the cool one now? What if, and the world went dark and cold. Suddenly I couldn't breathe. I tried to, but I only inhaled some heavily chlorinated water. I tried to surface but there was this literal oppressive weight on my shoulders and head. Oh, I uh, finally oh, no. a hand found my hand. My sister's yes. Yes, it was. She pulled me up from the dark depths of the lazy river, and I broke the surface of the water and I coughed up some water and inhaled some oxygen. I was <laughs> alive and concernedly not one lifeguard had witnessed my peril. Apparently what had happened was when I was cruising down the river with my back turned, uh, I crashed into a particularly large person in an inner tube. She outweighed me and also couldn't move. So I slammed into her inner tube and was redirected down, 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 under the inner tube, powered by my own inertia and the super powerful jets. And I floundered there for about five to 10 seconds until my sister saved me. Shaken but not stirred, I drifted to the the rest of the river to the exit where I found a comfortable chair to sit and calm my adrenaline high. Unfortunately, we never returned to the water park, but if we ever do, I know which ride I'm not doing, and that's final. An unintended result of this accident was that for a few years after I became known in my family as the one who got sucked into some lady's butt. Luckily, I think that everyone has finally moved on from that joke. Well uh, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, Oh, man. Hey, you know, David, he's the guy that got sucked into some lady's butt. David Kramer, more like David Crack. I don't know. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I can't think of something witty either.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's almost Uh, an obscene thing to be known by. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I feel
1: about that. I just love that there's some lady and she was just relaxing, you know, just chilling. And all (laughs) of a sudden his head starts button her from underneath. (laughs) <laughs> What's going on back there? Somebody's drowning and I can't be bothered to move. No, oh. I'm stuck in this, this float jam. Oh uh, yeah. The, <laughs> Poor David. The, uh, lazy river is supposed to be the safest thing at the water park, but <laughs> not, not unless it's crowded, I guess. Not when you're a dumb kid, you know, when you're a dumb kid. Things can, can happen. So, uh, yeah. uh,
2: Well, I've got a story here from Abigail. This is the bootay.
1: Oh. Okay, bootay.
2: Bootay. We'll find out why. My mom, brothers, and I were in the car. My mom was telling us about some of her traveling experience. She says, and next to the regular toilet is a bidet, except she she didn't say bidet, she pronounced it (laughs) bootay. Boudet. As my mom continued telling her story, my brothers started snickering like James beside me in the back seat. Boudet. <laughs> Sounded like a fancy French version for the word booty. Yeah. I thought it was funny too, but I didn't want to embarrass my mom. <laughs> no. It's good girl, Abigail. Uh so instead of laughing, I said, Mom, I've also heard her pronounce bidet. Which is a little better, right? However, this only encouraged my brothers, and they repeatedly say, Boudet, boute, and Booty, in fancy French accents amidst the uproarious <laughs> laughter. <laughs> boudet, <laughs> let me tell you about the boute. <laughs> my mom, realizing her mistake, laughed too. Now, bidet in my house has become code for bottom. For example, get your bidet over here, or I worked my bidet off last night. I hope this made you laugh, yeah, Abigail. It did. I liked it. Good one. I liked it. 10 out
1: of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. That's a good one. Yeah, that deserves a cheer. Uh, poor David Kramer knows about that bidet <laughs> <laughs> from the previous story. He, he got stuck in some lady's <laughs> bidet. <laughs> he almost died due to yeah. bidet. How do you... How do you how do you handle that funeral? <laughs> right. Where you get to heaven and you're like, so how did you pass on? I got stuck under some lady's bidet. And and do you go to the funeral if you're the lady that caused the death? Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> and how do you know the deceased? Well, I deceased him. <laughs> but with this. <laughs> <laughs> My butt. <laughs> uh i don't know
2: you might have to put a warning at the beginning of the show
1: <laughs> no that's still that's still good <laughs> all right this is called dogs on ice mike writes it in he says i grew up next to a small pond which would freeze thick and and, and enough to skate on lucky dog cool. i, I try to say dog and duck at the same time it didn't work uh in addition <laughs> to my family yeah two of our dogs would join us a fox terrier and a doberman pincher The game I would play with the dogs was catch you, catch me. And the fox terrier could not run as fast as I could skate. So he'd be running away from me, not in a gallop, but in one of those trots you do when you're on a slippery surface, except really fast. And I would have my legs spread apart with my arms and hands hanging down saying, I'm going to get you. Uh, Coming up behind him to grab and tickle him. And he would be trying to look behind himself, one side then the other, trying to see how close I was. And I was while well, I, uh, gro- I was grow I was growling and uh, but still running in that ridiculous fast trot. So <laughs> anyway, on the other hand, the tides would turn when the Dobby, which was much faster than me even on the ice, got ahead of steam when he was full tilt boogie. So I would let her get a few inches of my uh, within a few inches of my butt. <laughs> bidet yeah my bidet and uh hearing her barking and snapping jaws and me doing the same thing the terrier did glancing behind me side to side to gauge the distance and then at the last moment i'd heel into the hardest turn that i could make and she'd go skidding off nails and, and <laughs> dragging and everything and then she would start that cartoonish gallop where you don't go anywhere to try to catch yes. up to me she'd Did she ever get the satisfaction of nipping me in the butt? Yes. I deserved it for all the frustration I put her through. Mike. (laughs) Nice. nice. Doggies doggies deserve all of the attention that they get. uh, Yeah. They They
2: deserve the opportunity to bite your bidet.
1: Yeah. Especially if you've been teasing them. I told you we got two dogs. One's name's Moffat. He's a nice dog. He's a good dog. He's not a real dog because he does he doesn't do anything dog-like uh and and then we got we got leia the dog i hate and (laughs) she's she is evil she every day i i try to give her outside the crate time you know because i i'm I'm not inhumane but every day when i uh when i come up from the basement she's got a sock And that means she's been upstairs in somebody's room and has rifled through the dirty clothes. And she always has it in her mouth to show me. Like, look what I found. And she wants my approval. (laughs) She's never going to get it. And it's been years. Um, (laughs) It's slow. She's so bad. It's like she, I don't know, but she's not smart enough to hide the thing somewhere and go chew it up. She, she carries it around like, Hey, be proud of me! I found this stinky thing that I this love. Is my sock. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so dumb. <laughs> so, anyway, so yeah, have you kicked that dog's bidet yet? No. Oh, oh, I want to, but I I'm not abusive to the dogs. I I I want them to be happy and safe and healthy. I just don't like uh, them. You know.
2: You just uh, don't want them to be stupid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quit, quit being a dummy. So anyway. Um. Uh, we love your stories, if you can't tell. That's kind of what we do here. And uh, surely you have a funny life story. Maybe you thought of one today. Whatever your story is, send it. Email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. thatstoryshow.com is our website. Review the show at review.nlcast.com. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kubay, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do. Get more from your favorite podcasts. You know, bonus stories, stickers, and more. Patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, John. Bye, James. Make sure that, uh, make, make sure you take care of, well, just insert bidet joke here. That's very <laughs> <pretty> much <laughs> what I want to Cover do. Cover your bidet. Yeah. Yeah, take care of yourself. Man, I fell down the other day and right on my bidet. And it it just... I think I cracked it. My bidet woke woke me up last night. Um, I I farted so loud I woke myself up. And I was so scared I woke my wife up because I was like, what? You know, I I want her to kiss and hug me again, you know? (laughs) That's not true. And if I wake her up with a fart, she'll never touch me again. That's That should have been your weekly update. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, It'll reward people that finished the show. How about
0: that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership.